Welcome to 52 Episodes to Science Fiction Film Literacy. My name is Chris Garcia. Roll sound. Today I'm talking about a film and a movement. And the movement is Afrofuturism. And the film is Sunrise, Space is the Place. And I wanted to talk about Afrofuturism in this series because I think it represents a new dimension to science fiction. Not necessarily a new genre, and not necessarily a new aesthetic, but a sort of an overlay. And the idea is that it is a set of works that are created sort of highlighting the experience of the African diaspora. And it's not only American, it's American, British, uh, there are German Afrofuturist, uh, particularly short films, that are phenomenal. And one of the best areas to see Afrofuturism today is in music videos. And in particular, I want to highlight Janelle Monet, and her videos are phenomenal and definitely fall into the category. Now, Space the Place is a fascinating, fascinating film. And it's not exactly easy to access for a lot of film fans, even. And the idea is that the overseer is sort of this arch-nemesis. And he is challenging Sun Ra, who is trying to seed this new planet. And he challenges him to a game of cards in which each card is like a challenge that must be fulfilled. And in a way, this harkens back to the Mahabharata and the game of dice, in which everything relies on this game. And the overseer is sort of a, a mechanic, as it were. Now, the, the main thrust of the story happens in Oakland. And Sun Ra, who is an amazing musician, whose work spans from bebop, hard bop, fusion, it's all over the place. There are elements of his sound in, certainly in funk, but even through to today. And hip-hop has definitely latched onto not only his loops, but the sort of overarching feel of what a Sun Ra composition is. Now, at about the same time, we have George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic doing their whole sort of mythos thing uh, with Dr. Funkenstein uh, funk intelligence versus placebo effect, all of these things, Sir Nose, Sir Nose Devoid of Funk, which I maintain is the second largest exposure of African Americans in the 70s to science fiction, only after Star Trek, until you get to Star Wars, in which case then it's Star Wars, but stick with me here, the first half of the 70s. This was a film that certainly played all over the place. It was a favorite of sort of the avant-garde filmmakers of UCLA, USC in the late 70s, early 80s, when sort of the first wave of African-American film school filmmakers started to pop up. And that's important, because while not directly referencing it, there are elements and in particular in the style of the filmmaking, and the shooting is pretty damn good. I was amazed. I did not expect that level of cinematography in a film that, admittedly, not a high, not a big budget, I wouldn't even say a medium budget film. 
and it was really super well done. But one of the things about it that is so fascinating isn't necessarily the direct connection, but this idea where we've arrived today with Afrofuturism. And this fits in beautifully in there. And yet most of the folks who are creating in that vein probably have no idea about Space of the Place. And it's great to watch and sort of see tendrils that come out of it and wonder how directly tied they are to what we're seeing today. I highly recommend it. Uh, definitely see it. It's, it's impressive on many levels from the avant-garde aspect. It's a beautifully made avant-garde narrative. From the science fiction aspect, it shows how issues of American diversity can be directly addressed through a science fictional story. For you music nerds out there, it's Sun Ra being Sun Ra. And with the possible exception of Thelonious Monk, I don't think there is a more interesting figure in the history of jazz than Sun Ra. So all this together, I think, makes it a bit of a think piece, admittedly. You can't just sort of let this roll over you, or it just becomes another film that probably has layers that you're not catching. But if you delve, if you grab onto it and sort of start to work through it, and then go outside the film and actually start to look at not only the ecosystem in which it was created, for we saw the sort of the rise of the black exploitation film when we got Shaft and particularly Dolomite, Petey Wheatstraw, Human Tornado, all those films, sort of starting at the same time, Blackula, which really launched the the black exploitation horror film to new heights. And with all those things happening at the same time, there's this entirely new movement of African-American genre. And this definitely qualifies in that realm. This is an avant-garde film done for an African-American audience in a science fiction context. And if you can synthesize that idea for 1970, you can see that it really is a groundbreaking work.